Well, Ulysses, things haven't changed. Tyler Glasnow and Manny Margot are still headed and have become Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes, and as apropos as for the trade, my bobblehead of Tyler Glasnow is now broken. So let's talk oh, about no. that. If you're watching on YouTube, that is a travesty. It is not good for my bobbleheads today, so let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on X and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us anytime. We love the mailbag questions and the voice memos. Preferred Locked On Rays at gmail.com. Well, uh, as the rumors really fortified over the last week and became official Tyler glass now and Manny Margot going to the Los Angeles Dodgers in return. The Rays getting back Ryan. How do you pronounce his last name? Pepio Pepio. Okay. I like it. And Johnny DeLuca. So the Rays obviously clearly offloading salary for younger players with years and years and years of control. And Ulysses, I apologize for not being on the show on Friday. Got some really good numbers uh, as uh, it's not surprising. It's a big deal what happened. But given uh, some time to think about it and to uh, mull over the transaction the last couple days, uh, have have any of your thoughts, uh, any more thoughts materialized or are you able to put up a grade for this trade? Uh, any Anything else that's uh, you've, you've been sleeping on over the last couple of days, uh, aside from, uh, destroying your Tyler glass now bobblehead, by the way, it was not the only, um, victim here. I can show you Tommy fam also got it bad. Oh no, that's not good. That means he can and will never return to the race. <sighs> Look at this, an arm and, uh, a bat by itself. So yeah, just, uh, this morning, uh, the, the, that, that's very, yeah, that is very apropos for, the Rays pitching injuries and their lack of offensive performance in the playoffs over the last couple of years. It, yeah, it, it hasn't been good this morning. The bobbleheads just came tumbling down. So you guys are going to see a little bit of a different background. But um, no, regarding the trade, like I said on Friday, it, it, you just have to divide yourself into two. The baseball fandom and then your baseball analytical mind. And the baseball fandom part of it sucks because Tyler Glass yeah. now was such a, a good human to have representing uh race fandom and and he gave national attention to the rays which is something the rays rarely get so mm-hmm. if you take tyler glass now out it's it's going to be difficult it's, it was usually randy wander and 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 tyler some shane mcclanahan but i, I think some people would say shane mcclanahan should be getting more spotlight right. he's not going to get any this year because he's uh, uh on the shelf so you lose that aspect. Um, you lose, obviously, the talent. Um, but that's your baseball fandom. The baseball analytical mind, you understand that. This Pepio kid looks like he's the real deal. That changeup works. The fastball's good. And if the slider can just get the Kyle Snyder treatment, 
then then you might get yourself a really good pitcher for the next five years. Well, not for the next five years. He's under control for the next five years, which means yeah. the Rays uh, have them for the next three years, maybe four if they're feeling funky. Um, and then Johnny DeLuca uh, is a dynamic Miami Margot younger version that right. could potentially say to Siri, hey, I want that starting gig, though. Uh, and and could and could go that way. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see these guys play, and not really any change from Friday. Right, that makes sense. So which player has you more excited, Johnny DeLuca or Ryan Pepio? I think Pepio, just because the need for starting pitching is dire. Right. Uh, if you're a race fan, so I. I, I really want this guy to succeed. So I really want to see him and the highlights that I have seen him pitch in 2023, uh, even though it was about 40 innings worth, he looked really, really yeah. good. He really looked awesome. Especially that changeup, man. I mean, if you, if you look at that video after video, you're like, Oh my goodness. It's, it's like, it dovetails. Like, it, it can yeah. miss bats for sure. Yeah. And it, it can really fool hitters. And I think that's where having a, a third pitch is very important. I'm not, you know, reinventing the wheel here. It's just what the the scouts and, and the guys that cover this stuff on a day in day out basis say is you really need that third pitch. If you're going to fool uh, same handed batters, like you, you're, you're not going to be as a righty pitcher, you're not going to be able to fool righty batters with that change up time and time again. So um, yeah, no, I think Pepio and, and it's good too, to see that, he does have some experience under his belt in a Dodgers uniform and he's performed well, like all the numbers generally showcase, okay, this guy belongs. There's really nothing more that he can prove. I think one of the big questions for him was a, is he a reliever? Is he a starter? And I think a lot of that hinges on him being able to develop and refine a third pitch where you get in the race pitching factory in the coaching staff factory and voila, good things can happen. And it's not like, okay, he's having to replace Glass now right away. It's just pencil him in as a number three, number four. Find a good mold and role for him this year and in the future because you still, as of today, you've got Zach Eflin to roll out. You have Aaron Savale to roll out. You have other guys to roll out. Um, Shane Boz will be back in the fold eventually. In fact, I would almost go as so far to say I'm a little bit more excited and bullish on what Ryan Pepio might be able to do for this organization over the next several years than Taj Bradley, just because he's he's delivered thus far. I mean, Taj Bradley, there's there's still some some question marks with him. Well, yeah, and he was rushed, right? It didn't. Yeah. It, we haven't seen any reports that Ryan Pepio was rushed. So, yeah, it, that. I, I can see how you'd, you'd feel that way. I don't know if you think with so many young pitchers, like you mentioned three of them already. You mentioned Boz, you mentioned Bradley, and of course, Pepio. It's a young, young, young rotation, which... Although Pepio is what, 26 now? 25, yeah. I think he's going to be 25 okay. next, next season. So, I mean, still young. Like, yeah. they're, they're not, you know veterans by any means i mean they're making zach eflin dude like just feel like the oldest man and the guy hasn't even had his 32 uh 32nd birthday so he's our charlie he's this generation's charlie morton evidently oh goodness, he has it bad but you know you you, you talk about young guys that, but also dudes with injuries like i don't know man 
you're going to be pulling on that bullpen a lot because I don't feel like the Rays are going to go to Shane and say, hey, yeah, yeah throw seven, throw six, no, or Pepio um, or Bradley uh, for that matter. Like, So you're going to be leaning on that on that bullpen way more very early, which got, has me worried because right. there's no guy there that you can give the ball to for seven. Maybe Zach Eflin there. Um, Littell, he showed that he could do that. So maybe you can save some innings with those two guys, but um, it it does have me worried that these two that this young guy joins a rotation that has a couple of other young dudes that are not going to go the distance. So right. the bullpen's going to have some 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 innings to cover right away, and that has me worried. Yeah, and that's where you know I think the Rays are somehow some way going to have to find additional pitching help, whether it's in free agency or trade finding you know, guys who can give you a couple innings, long relief, middle relief, or just, Hey, innings eaters. That's why you go out and, and get Erasmo Ramirez for the, you know, the safety net factor of things. But I think that Pepio is certainly probably excited to be in a raise uniform, given the, the chance to, to learn and get better and have maybe more of an opportunity uh, and not be, um, you know, just, Hey, the, the Rays will throw him out there. Uh, not saying that he has to be the number one, the number two, the number three, but he's going to get opportunities to pitch for sure. Uh, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you this. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right this very moment. The app is super easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, unders, and beyond. So visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to kick off the NFL season. Again, FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, they are the official partner of the NFL. Now, I'll say this. The the other player uh, that was acquired from the Dodgers, Johnny DeLuca, I think he could really develop into a fan favorite for the organization. Maybe not to the extent of Randy Rosarena. I mean, who can really live up to that hype? But just the the highlight reel grabs, the effort, the hustle, the athleticism, the bat control, the contact. He seems like uh, a, a dirtbag type of player. Like, by the end of every game... He's going to have his jersey dirty and he's, you know, he's going to have some bruises and some scratches and maybe be a little bloody. Like he comes off to me as a legit chip on his shoulder guy, because I think he was a 25th round draft pick out of Oregon. And now again, he's, he's had to fight and claw scratch and grab his way to getting a major league opportunity. And now he finally has it. And he, he showcased well in his limited appearance with the Dodgers, but I'm throwing this out there, not saying it's a, a total equal player comp, but he gives off to me, maybe a mix of Johnny Gomes and, or Sam fold vibes. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, I don't like, uh, I, I don't dislike the combination of those two guys. And that would make Johnny DeLuca. Also, I'll say this and people can, can, can go down in the comments, see if that, if it's right or not fan favorite. It's a weird formula because you yes. can never really know enough all of the components. It works different every time. 
But Brett Phillips was theory. a fan favorite. G-Man Choi was a fan but favorite. My theory. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at you just said one name that I was going to say. So my theory might be on the right track here. Okay. For to in order to be a fan favorite in any sport, there's one factor that I think is very important, and that's your name. If you have a snappy name, if you have a cool name, sounding name, people like you. Rocco Baldelli could have been fit. I mean, he was yes. awesome as a player, but the name Rocco Baldelli makes you, oh, I like that. that I'm going to put Longoria. Longoria. Yeah. G-Man Choi. Like these whole, like the, the names have to be snappy in order for you to pay attention. Randy Arozarena. Like, oh my yeah. God, I've never heard that name. Like all of these things, it, it's a factor. And Johnny DeLuca snappy name oh yeah 100 percent. no i'm i'm with you there i think there's there's something to be said for all that and i mean he he fits the organization too because like you mentioned at the top he's basically uh i think a younger cheaper version of manny margot who has a lot more in the tank than manny margot whereas i think johnny deluca's improving getting better and manny margot is maybe on the downswing just based on what we saw in 2023. Now, maybe he has a, a renaissance, a resurgence with the Dodgers. I can't answer that, but I'm I'm certainly more excited to see what Johnny DeLuca can do in a raised uniform versus what Manny Margot might have done in a raised uniform for 2024. Yes. Um, so there's that, um, you know, plus the, the, the opportunity to play all three outfield positions and platoon with Josh Lowe. You get the other righty bat in there so that that's exciting stuff now as for tyler glass now um i mean i think it's a i'm sure you touched on it on friday but it's it's a good situation for him he didn't have to do anything he didn't have to prove himself in 2024 he got that nine figure contract the extension that he had been he and his agent had been asking for and claiming for and probably wanted the raise to to show up and offer at some point so he doesn't have to do any. He's got money coming to him, no matter if he pitches 180 innings in 2024 or zero innings in 2024. And he gets back to his Southern California roots. He uh, gets to play for an organization that has legit, legit, legit uh, opportunities to win World Series. In fact, I would think it'd be a major, major disappointment if uh, the Dodgers don't win at least one World Series in the time that uh, Glass now is extended for. So I do. It is bittersweet. I do feel happy that um, Tyler Glass now is is getting that opportunity to get paid and getting that opportunity to to maybe win that ring. Um, and you know, I think that really for him, I, I know that we've complained and brought issue up with the availability factor of him of hey. This was the most innings he's pitched in his career, 120 regular season innings. Um, you know what? I think the Dodgers are probably fine with that. As long as he's available in the playoffs, I think that's what matters at the end of the day. Okay, if, if you have to miss a couple starts here and there, if we have to take you out after five, if we have to do uh, some uh, some health management uh, i can't think of the term that the load NBA management uses. yeah load. load management for the regular season we'll, we'll take all that in okay. a bag of chips but we want you to be prepared ready and willing once uh the the yearbook hits october one because that's, that's what matters at the end of the day for this organization now 
that's the difference between being a number one, number two, number three payroll team and being in 27, 28, 29. Like you need a Tyler Glass now healthy all around when you are the race, when you're the yeah. Orioles, when you are name a team, the Pirates. But yeah. but when you're the Dodgers, they can be like, no, it's fine. If you know, if anything, we can just pick up a guy for ten million dollars, you know, to to cover you know fifty innings or so. We don't mind. I mean, my goodness, they picked up Manny Margot for I guess you know they they did get some money back, uh, two million dollars this year. The Rays are paying for Shohei Otani's first year with the Dodgers, by the way. Yeah. So that's nice. That's nice to know that Stu actually is paying Shohei Otani's salary. There we so. go. Hey, we we found a way to to get Shohei Otani. Money adjacent to the raised organization. It finally happened, folks. You're welcome, Shohei. You know, you keep those two million dollars uh, safe for. We for we better all get replica uh, Dodgers rings. Yeah, please. Um, so I, I feel like it, it's it's just different, you know, with with the payroll flexibility that they have. Like, they, obviously, yeah, they would rather ha- have him in October, but the race can't can do that. So, at twenty five million dollars, are they really going to put your, you know, and and I said it on Friday. And I don't think anybody answered this on the comment box, which means that nobody thought it. Nobody, but is like, can you could you put the hand your hand on the fire and say that Tyler Glasnow is going to be pitching 150 innings this this season? It it, re- it reminded me of when we had friend of the pot uh, Kevin Goldstein on the yeah. on the show, and we kind of did like a mock scenario of what it's like to be in the front office, and when you're uh, going to sign a free agent that has had some injury concerns. And he would just put us in this scenario where, okay, well, we're in the front office and we're saying, how many innings do you think he's going uh, to go? 100, 120, 150 for this guy. And then you just, you just go around the room and you say how much you're, you're willing. And then after yeah. that, you look at the medicals and all that, and, you, and then you make an informed decision. But really, it's how many innings can you put up that, hey, he's going to give me X innings? Like, I don't know if you can. I don't know if anybody would feel comfortable saying 150 from yeah. Tyler Glass now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and that's why it probably made the decision easier for the Rays. I mean, if they weren't willing to pay Charlie Morton after his final season, if if they were so gung ho to trade Blake Snell, although I, I'm sure there were some other issues tied with that, like they've they've given up on uh, pitchers who have done more or pitched more innings for a lot less money. Mm-hmm. Than Tyler Glass now was set to earn in 2024. So, and it, it goes back to, man, were the Rays just posturing uh, during their their end of year press conference where Eric Neander and company said, yeah, we can run it back. We've got the flexibility to have a 120, 125 million dollar payroll. Was that just posturing to not totally show their hand of, oh my God, please? Somebody's got to take Manny Margot. We got to get Manny Margot and Tyler Glass now off the books, whatever it takes. I, I mean, mean, if our best deal is a ham sandwich with spoiled cheddar cheese, okay, fine. But we are we under no circumstances are we paying them thirty five million dollars combined. I, I, and I think I, they got about the best deal that they could because I'm excited for Pepio. I'm excited for Deluca. Look, would we have wanted to see one of the the Dodgers top catching prospects or another top pitching prospects. Sure. But at the end of the day, you offload all that money off the books. I, you call it a salary dub, call it whatever you want. It is 
I think a, a win-win ultimately, I mean, the Dodgers just got, got stronger. I mean, they're, they're the monsters now. Um, it's almost kind of a little bit disappointing and a little bit of a gut punch knowing that they could be so good. It's like, why even, why even play out these seasons over the, the next coming years? But um, yeah, so clearly the Rays, uh, the, They've they had ideations on on offloading those salary whatever Neander and whoever else said in that press conference that was not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think to your last point, I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think it can be both. I think it can be a good trade and it can be a salary dump. I think it can be both, and I, and yeah. I certainly think that it's both. It, it is most definitely a salary dump. And if Neander sure. and company come out and say no, it wasn't a salary dump. We, re- we it was a salary dump. Is it a good trade? Looks that way. Did we get good players back? It looks that way. Yeah. Are we happy with the return and what it can possibly give us? Of course we are. But it's still a salary dump. So right. it can be both things. Now, with with the with the Monstars thing, man, yeah, they they look they look loaded. But you know, they're probably not done either. They've got a lot more to do, or they've I got really a lot more hope, that they can and maybe will do. I really hope they get Yamamoto. I cannot see Yankee fans being happy about Soto and Yamamoto. I can't stand it. I I need Yamamoto to not be a Yankee. I don't care. Dodgers so you'd rather him be a Dodger than be a Yankee? Oh okay. my goodness! All right, I understand that. Yeah. All right, oh, that's fair. I I I want to hear people in the comments too. Where would you rather have Yamamoto, the Dodgers or the Yankees? Well, I think it goes back to that's why the the trade also worked out. Not only the Andrew Friedman raised front office connection True. but hey you are sending glass now to the west coast you're sending him to another league like it's not like you're trading him interdivision or within the american league so that yeah. helps stomach it a little bit more but um couple final questions here before we uh, log off uh this is a little bit of a cheeky one who pitches more innings in a dodgers uniform uh for for the rest of time, basically. Tyler Glass now or Shohei Otani? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Because Tyler has about five years of a contract, right? Including yeah. this year? Five. Okay. I would put around 600 innings or so for Tyler on that. Now... Show has 10 years, but how many years does he have where he can do both? Mm-hmm. And he might be able to do both for the next 10 years, but maybe the pitching side of things is parceled down to the point of, hey, you're a new closer, bud. Yeah, he can just pull a smoltz, right? Except yeah. that he would still be hitting dingers. Um, I'm going to go with Shoy Otani just because okay. of the the length of the contract. That's fair. The length of the contract. No, I understand that. Um, and he is, uh, we have to see what I maybe more comfortable answering that question after seeing what glass now puts up this forthcoming season and what Otani puts up in his return. Well, season. So. You know what? Like not to be extra cheeky on your cheeky question, yeah. but could you not see Shoya Otani coming back next year? Like not next year, but, 2025 when he's able to pitch and throw just like uh, you know hey he he's ramping up we want to take care of his innings 
So, boom, at the end of the, the 2025 season, he goes 125 innings, which is more than Tyler Glasgow has ever pitched. Yeah. Oh, it could happen for sure. Yep. I could see that. I could see that. Well, that's why you get a, a $700 million contract with, you know, 680 of it deferred or whatever, <laughs> 650 of it, whatever. The majority deferred. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's one thing. And put it up in the comments. So you think pitches more innings in a Dodgers uniform for their career, Shohei Otani or Tyler Glass now? Second thing is this. What do the Rays do next when we're uh, inevitably on Christmas break and going into the new year, maybe shortly after the new year? Is it another trade? Is it, hey, Isaac Paredes, thanks for the memories. Hey, Randy Rosarena, thanks for the memories. Or is it actually going out and spending some money besides, uh, you know, giving Chris Davinsky, um a couple green Skittles? Is it going out and acquiring or trading for a catcher? Is it going out and acquiring, uh, I, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head, but it's not Yamamoto, but it's another uh, well-regarded Japanese pitcher, kind of, um, you know, the, the the dollar store version of, of Yamamoto, if you will. Um, what's next? I mean, uh, is, is there another, oh God, another salary dump here? Or do they actually start adding some equity to the roster? Well, first, I really hope that, hey, uh, Stu, hey, Eric, I know you're watching the show. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Yes. I know you guys like to be ghost uh, around here, but you can like and, and subscribe. Please don't don't do anything the last week of Christmas, uh, early and New Year. You know we're we're gonna try to you know take some some time off. So if you can just hold off on major things, that would be great. Yeah. Um, we're gonna leave uh, Locked On Race family with good content, of course, but pre-recorded. So right. Uh, please hold off. But when you start to get your your motor going in, in January, I think you have to look at the catching position. I really think that you need something. I mean, Alex Jackson and Rene Pinto are basically mirror images of each other. One just has major league time. Um, Rene Pinto is in, in the Venezuelan Winter League. Um, so obviously he was given, you know, Hey, take your at bats, get get some more game time under your belt. So that's that's good because then that means that they trust him and, and that he's yeah. in the I think plans. the Rays, I mean, based on look, we can't trust everything they said because they said they were gonna run it back uh, right. in 2024, but they are um very upbeat on Renee Pinto and what he does, not just with the pop in his bat, but working with the pitching staff and defensively the strides that he's made. I think it made it that much easier to stomach. Um, not, uh, you know, just saying, Hey, Christian Bethancourt, we don't need you anymore. Francisco Mejia. We really don't need you anymore. Do you need, we need a, a tandem or we need somebody to, to help because um, Pinto is not going to catch 162 games. Your backup right now is going to be a rookie. No matter what, if the season starts tomorrow, either Logan Driscoll or Alex Jackson. Yeah. That's tough. And they, That's they tough. let go of Blake Hunt. So that makes me think that I, they, they have to have something up their sleeve. Maybe. I would think so. So that's where I would look first. And second, I mean, I I trust the, the Rays um, with the bullpen. So I'm not going to go there. Um, but I think you need kind of a, a veteran middle, like a guy that can handle shortstop and, and you're okay with. Uh, him okay. doing that um, because we don't know about the wonder situation. And my goodness, I, 
I don't think my mental health can take Taylor Walls taking 400 plate appearances for this team. I really don't think so. I mean, I think I think I think I've done really good work with my mental health, and, yeah. and, and therapy helps people. But I think I might need to go to two times a week, three times a week if I if I'm going to suffer over fives with four Ks from from Taylor Walls. I I don't think I can do it, people. Yeah. That would uh, that would be a setback for you for sure. Yes. Um, final thing here, I promise, and we might have to ask uh, Klosky this. Okay. Hopefully, we have him on this week to talk about some notable raise things. Um, would you have rather had this deal of Tyler Glass now and Manny Margot for Ryan Pepio and Johnny Deluca, or Tyler Glass now and Manny Margot for? I know this name was brought up multiple times over the last several weeks, Brendan Donovan, and maybe, you know, some throwaway prospect. I'm okay. I'm not, I'd rather have the the Dodgers one just because I know what the Dodgers are. And, and, and so we have nothing to envy uh, the Dodgers system, but we also can't scoff at it. You know, I, I, if anything, I think they're, they're pretty equal in in development and in success rates. So, um, I, so that makes me trust Pepio and I would trust way more Dodgers development on hitters than the, Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, that, that tells me, I mean, Luke Rayleigh came from there, didn't he? And look what he did pulled up when, when he had some time. So Johnny DeLuca gives you time and also listen to the fandom on X. A lot of Dodgers people were not happy mm. about seeing both of these guys go, especially Johnny DeLuca. So that should give us something yeah. to look forward to. That's good. Yeah, I think DeLuca, he's he's well on his way to be uh, Johnny Gums 2.0. That's what I'm hoping anyway. So, like like uh, yeah, and I, I feel like, look, Br- Brennan Donovan is a, a good, solid player, um, but it just doesn't have the ring. At least there's kind of that hopefulness of what Pepio could become, what Johnny Luca DeLuca could become. Brennan Donovan, we pretty much know what he is, which is a really good player, and you might – legitimately have a superior need at shortstop with the uh, Wander Franco stuff. But yeah, when I was hearing um, Evan bring it up, uh, not to say he's wrong, but I just got like, Oh really? You're going to trade glass now. Exactly. For Brendan Donovan. That's, that's the move. That's the deal. That's, that doesn't really get me excited at all, but yeah. you watch a couple highlights of Pepe. You watch a couple highlights of DeLuca and it's like, okay, we might have something on our hands here. Exactly. Um, so yeah, just wanted to throw that out as well. All right. Uh, I think we wrapped it up. Um, good wishes to uh, Manny Margot and, and Tyler Glass now. Oh, my gosh. That bobblehead is just massacre. You just slice that head off. Oh, I, boy. I just bad floating shelf, man. Bye, Tyler. Mm. That's not a it's like a voodoo doll now. <laughs> man, that's not a good omen for, for what he uh, – could do and in, in a Dodgers uniform. God, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's hope he stays healthy. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you on Wednesday. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip up hoodie that used to be navy blue, but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably 
indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow. But I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. 